Welcome to the Fight Talk Podcast, everybody. This is Steven Jensen. Today, I have my boy Jermaine on the show. JT, Jermaine Thickham, however you want to say it. He's part of Marks with Mike's. I've been a part of his show multiple times. I'm happy that I'm finally having him on my show. We're doing Survivor Series and NXT predictions on the show. Before we get into all that, JT, how are you doing, my friend? Man, I am doing all right. I'm pretty pumped for this Survivor Series and NXT TakeOver. I'm telling you, this is everything that a wrestling fan can definitely dream for and dream of. But I'm ready, man. Shout out to Fight Talk and shout out to the Fightful. So I'm definitely ready. Oh, yeah. yeah we give a shout out to Fightful as well. Fightful, Fightful.com. I do the Weekender podcast every weekend over there. Part of their select service, their, their premium Patreon. So get a little plug ski out there for that. Appreciate that. Um, before we get into the actual predictions, I do want to mention to everybody that's listening, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by WrestleRumble.com. And WrestleRumble.com is the place to be for all your fantasy picking contests for professional wrestling. Um, I'm going to hook you up with a free entry, JT, for being a part of this today. And I know that you've played the games in the past. What have you thought about WrestleRumble and the short experience you've had with it? I actually like WrestleRumble. It gives you a chance to definitely win things that you probably wouldn't spend the money on, if you get what I mean. You know, some of these things are quite expensive. And uh, for you, the only thing you have to do is just guess. Guess right. Uh, That's it. I mean, it doesn't get get any simpler than that. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Like, I've won some really cool stuff through WrestleRumble. I've only won one contest, and I've been playing every game for like two years. So, I mean, these are, these games are no joke. Actually, the first and only one that I won was the day after, no, sorry, the day before I met you or two days before I met you because I won the, uh, the NXT takeover, uh, new Orleans contest. And I met you at, it was raw, right? Raw yeah, on was, Monday. Yep. Yeah. So you were, you were my good luck charm that weekend, man. I, I won that weekend. Pretty happy about it. For those of you who want to check the contests out, um, I give out some free entries here and there on my Twitter at FightTalk underscore, so keep your eye on, on that in the next couple of days. Uh, JT's entry, of course, is going to be free. If you want to jump on the website, they're doing um, for war games, one entry is $10, three entries is 20 and five entries is 30 That's the same for Survivor Series as well. So still really cheap as far as like, I mean, what I won was a replica NXT title that I'm pretty sure is worth like 300 bucks. So like, easily. You know, so it's one you would know. I mean, you're the you're the belt guy as well. Like you would know for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but uh, the prizes for these contests before we get into the into the actual picks here for War Games, first place wins a Winged Eagle Championship belt. Get the old school Winged Eagle. That's a classic. Um, and for Survivor Series, first place gets five hundred dollars cash. Second and third both get $100 cash. So a lot of great prizes on the line over at WrestleRumble.com. Make sure to follow them on Twitter as well, at WrestleRumble. Anything else you want to add to that before we get started, JT? I can't wait to enter that contest and win that belt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Giving the best Macho Man impression right there. I actually got one of his audio. I wish you could see more of this room. No one listening will be able to see it, but this is my new office and my new place. And I've got it's just just full of, of memorabilia, kind of little man cave I built in here. Um, but I do have a little Macho Man autograph to, to my right there. That's like one of my one of my crown. I almost call it my crown jewel. One of my uh, one of my big, big most prized possessions. It's, it's right underneath a Kirby Puckett autograph that I've had since I was born. So uh, in good company there. So 
the cream <laughs> always rises to the top. All right, let's do it. Stare <laughs> at the cream. Be like cream. All right. And part of this stuff, I'm probably not going to know ahead of um, talking about it. I've been keeping up with NXT. I've been keeping up with AEW, especially. Um, and I've been watching Raw and kind of loosely watching SmackDown. So I'm, I'm obviously, I know what's going on, but some of these matches and participants might throw me off initially. So we'll get some like legitimate reactions here. As far as NXT, we're going to start with that. Uh, the first match I have here is a female War Games match. We have Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, and Mia Yim taking on Shanna Baszler, Io Shirai, who's my personal favorite on the whole roster, love Shirai, uh, Bianca Belair, and Katie Lee Ray. JT, who do you think is going to win this one and why? All right, so I'm uh, I'm going to just break it down like this. First of all, congratulations to all the ladies. Uh, definitely participated in the first ever female war game, so I'm definitely happy about that. But when I have to look at this match and just break it down, I'm looking at team one and I'm looking at team two. And I'm just going to be honest, Shayna team looks a lot more stacked. I mean, you got Io Shirai, who is definitely just a badass, uh, who's out there inside the ring, putting on a fantastic show each and every time. And right now, she's one of the most dangerous to me in NXT next to Shayna Baszler. Uh, you have the the EST of NXT, Bianca Belair, which is another great uh, opponent uh, on the rise this past year to uh, championship title opportunities, as well as, uh, you know, she main not main event, but she she was inside uh, what the one of the main events of uh, NXT TakeOver was that NXT TakeOver, not 25, but the one before that one. Um. You're talking about Bianca? Yeah, Bianca. I know she was a part, she was in the women's match of, I think it was TakeOver 25. I think, are you talking about the one where, like, before the show, Sam Roberts on the pre show was like, yeah, TakeOver worthy? Yeah. It wasn't the main event, I don't think, but it was like, it was like second and last. Yeah. Yeah. So she's definitely worked her ass off. And then you got Rhea Ripley, former NXT UK. um, I'm sorry, not. Not Rhea, not Rhea Ripley, but you have Kaylee Ray, who is uh, the NXT UK Women's Champion. And that just already speaks alone for itself. You got two champions on the same team over their brands. I just don't see them losing this match. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Rhea. I like Candice LeRae. I love Mia Yim for being such a badass. Uh, taking that ladder to the face, taking it like a G, and, you know, walking it off. Like, that is the type of, definitely the, the type of female superstar I like to see inside the ring. One, one that could take a bump, take a hit, and keep on ticking. Uh, and same thing with Tegan Knox. I mean, just coming off surgery, I don't, I don't think that she's 1,000%. She's probably 100%. But I know that, I know that you know, they're going to protect her as much as they can during that match, which leads me to believe... Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're going to end up losing this match. Or, here's my twist. Ready? Uh-huh. How about, how about this? How about Dakota Kai comes in and interferes and allows Shayna Baszler's team to win? That'd be pretty nuts. I mean, it could happen. That's the thing about these War Games matches, dude. There's so many directions they can take these things. Like, 
Like, and I and I am with you as far as the winners. I'm going to take Baszler's team as well. You took t- Baszler's team officially, right? That was oh, yeah. no, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm with you there. Um, I said it while I was introing the match. Like Io Shirai is my favorite woman on on the whole roster. I, I love her presentation. I, I think her entrance is great. I think she's great in the ring. She's overall, she's a very entertaining professional wrestler. I like her a lot. Um, and then I can say the same about a lot of these women, like Shanna Baszler. You know, I've I've been watching her. You know, I watched her during her MMA career as well for years. Um, to see her come over to to professional wrestling the way she has and just dominate the women's division the way she has in NXT has been great. Um, I, I'm a really big fan of hers. Um, I'm a big fan of most of the women in this match. Like, I think Rhea Ripley has a ton of upside. Like, she's the kind of person that I think Vince is probably looking at right now and being like, oh, yeah, I could, I see a star in this in this girl for sure. So, like, in Candice LeRae, you know, you can say that about her. Is she, I remember her having some brutal matches on the independent scene. Like, oh, yeah. one in, a, in a good way, you know what I mean? Like, um, she can go in there with the guys, you know, and, and have hardcore matches and stuff like that. So, I mean, a lot of great talent in this match. Um, I think Mia Yim got some street cred with that, uh, with those bumps in that ladder, like you're talking about, because that's her whole gimmick, right? Is she's like from the streets, but like she looked like she was from the streets taking that, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, um, you know, that, that, that's just that adds on more to the character that, that she's portraying. And, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I haven't met Mia Yim yet. But I can't wait to meet her because that—that that is the type of ride or die chick I need by my side at all times. But uh, <laughs> shout out Mia, yeah, I am definitely uh, definitely rolling with uh, with her. But unfortunately, she's on the losing team this time around. Unfortunately, but yeah. I, but this is gonna set up something big for Mia Yim at at the War Games. Just just watch and see. I, see. I hope so because to be honest, like. I wasn't a huge fan of hers until recently, and a lot of it didn't even have to do with her. It was the commentary, and I can't remember exactly what match. I think it was the match. No, 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 no. Okay, I remember now. It was Medium versus Shayna Baszler for the title. And one of the commentators, and it, it couldn't have been Mauro Ranallo because Mauro, like, with his insight in MMA and stuff, he would never say this. So it, it, I can't remember who it was. But the commentator says, like, oh, it doesn't matter, like, when Mia Yim is in a street fight, it's going to negate the MMA training that Shayna Baszler has. And I was like, no, like, you can't just say you're from the streets and, like, me think you're going to beat a legitimate MMA. Like, I need to see something from you. Like, like kick someone's ass. Like, then I believe you're from the streets. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely wasn't Marl. Shout out to Marl, the smoothest guy on commentary right He's now, in my opinion. He's hands down. Yeah. Uh, but that that may have been Nigel. I think I, I think Percy Watson was gone by this time. So <laughs> I can't remember. They, they always throw me off with those three man teams that they've got. But either way, I think Shane's team is going to win. And I, and I think Mia, in my opinion, has has you know gotten better as far as like my perception of her recently. So yeah, so let's leave it at that. Um, I'm going to try to leave you with like because I want to switch off on the on the predictions. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to leave you here with the, uh, I think you can get the main event. So let's see, I'll, I'll start this one off. So we got Pete Dunn, Killian Dan, and Damian Priest. And what's interesting about this match is the winner goes on to Survivor Series to wrestle Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. So my pick 
is going to be Damian Priest. And the reason is because I don't think they're going to put Killian Dane against him like a heel versus heel type of thing. Um, and Pete Dunne, I could definitely see him winning. Like it would, like that wouldn't surprise surprise me at all. And and he of the three probably deserves it the most as far as like what he's done since he's been in the company. But I also think like I got to be thinking like Vince a little bit too, and be like, okay, Vince is booking Survivor Series. Like he kind of stays hands off with NXT, but like he has to have a say in whatever's happening on Survivor Series, right? And I think right. he sees those three guys, and he's like, oh, that guy, like this guy for sure. And Damian Priest, I've been saying it for a while, and this might sound somewhat controversial, but I think Damian Priest is everything that WWE wanted that Roman Reigns couldn't deliver. I think that, yeah, and, and, and here's the thing, here's the thing, Roman Reigns is very, very good. I'm a Roman Reigns fan, but the difference is Damian Priest can wrestle that super indie style. With the way that this is all changing, Damian Priest can go in there and he can have those great, like, Imagine him and, like, Dominic Dijak on, like, SmackDown. You know what I mean? If they were given, like, 20 minutes, just go out there and kill it. That looks much different than Roman Reigns in there. That's, and that's all that I'm saying. But I think Damian Priest is going to get this win. I want to hear your thoughts on this. You know what, man? That's a pretty damn good pick. And I, I like Damian Priest. I like your pick. But I'm going to have to go with Pete Dunne. That's, Reece- that's respectable. That's respectable. And my reason for going with Pete Dunn, I'm going to piggyback a little back of what you said. You know, what he's done with NXT from up from from the U.S. from sorry from the U.K. tournament, then winning the U.K. championship in uh, what was that Chicago? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Or sorry, against uh, Tyler um, Bate. Yeah. Uh, wins it in Chicago, holds it. What was it? Almost 500 and. 40-something days? It was something nuts. It was like, yeah, like two years almost, yeah. This man had a two-year reign. He's main-evented He's main invented, uh, NXT and NXT uh, UK. I don't see why not put the title on him. I think, here, here's my honest opinion. Oh, hold on. So you think that he goes on and beats Adam Cole? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. I, I'm not jumping that far ahead. Oh, well, you just said put the, the, I can see them putting the title on him. I guess you went the UK title. No, 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 no. I, I was, oh, I was talking okay. about. Sorry, sorry. I, I don't want to cut in. All right, go ahead. My bad. My bad. No, what what I'm saying is, uh, because of what he's done, uh, you know, putting NXT UK on the map, being the longest reigning NXT UK champion, and then he's already accomplished a lot of NXT as is. I re- I remember what what was it last year in New Orleans for WrestleMania? We we got the chance to see him inside that dynamic uh, tag team match. Where where Adam Cole ended up? Uh, I'm sorry, not Adam Cole, but when Roger Strong turned on him. Yeah, that was amazing. That was a great moment. Man, that that definitely had me hook line a sinker. But <laughs> not not to go too off the point, I can see them putting the title eventually. It's just this match may be part one of a three part series. I see. Okay, I'm with that. I mean, honestly. It would, I mean, it would shock me for Adam Cole to lose the title right now because I think he's like such like the face of the being the champion of that company right now as they're you know USA kind of crossing over with the other quote unquote main uh, main roster and stuff like that. But I could see something down the line where maybe Pete Dunne does become the champion. Like, oh yeah, it's all going to boil down. I mean, I hate to say it. A lot of this is just going to boil down to his size and who's making decisions. Like ultimately, because Pete Dunn clearly has the talent, like clearly, but 
I always fear like the second Vincent Man gets his hand in something, it's like, oh no, like now I got to rethink all of this. If Triple H is booking Pete Dunne's career, Pete Dunne definitely wins world titles for sure. We just got to see how long he's the one making this. You know, it's just it's just I, I hate to think like that, but it's just one of those things. I feel like the only thing limiting Pete Dunne is like somebody from the outside getting their hand in that somehow because he's he's fantastic. And you can even see it with Killian Dane. Like, Killian Dane, main roster, flounder. Wrong guy in control of it. Goes right back down to NXT and NXT UK, main event level guy. You know, it's like you just you just don't know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? I, I could definitely agree with that because it's like, you know, with, with him having that size and Killian Dane, like, you know... T- I think, honestly, and this is just a little bit off topic, and I'm not going to stay too long on it, and I'm going to say this once and for all. Whoever was running SmackDown messed up their opportunity to have something special with Sanity. Yeah, I agree. A thousand percent. Especially Eric Young. That guy's been wrestling for like 20 years, and they can't think of anything to do with him. It's amazing. That makes, that makes no sense. I mean, looking at the Fiend character now, could you have imagined if something like Sanity and Bray Wyatt, and th- those were his new followers, or something like that. That'd be great. I would have loved that. I, I would have loved to seen that on the main roster, but unfortunately, they screwed it up. But not to say too much on that. Like I said before, my pick is Pete Dunne. I'm done. Cool. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, I've uh, I got Damian Priest, but like I said during my part, I. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I would be very surprised if Killian Dane won just because of the heel that versus heel dynamic. But it wouldn't surprise me to see Pete Dunne win because, and then on top of that, you know him. And here's the great thing: the winner wrestles Adam Cole, and that match is going to be on Survivor Series, and that's awesome because there's nothing Vince can do to ruin that. I feel like there's nothing. Like those no. guys get their shot, and they're going to go out there and just just do whatever they want to to make their mark. I think I think honestly, with that match being on Survivor Series, this is this may be a chance to really open up his eyes and actually be there to see it. Because in the past, he hasn't went to NXT Takeover events. Now he's he's getting ready to see an NXT match live. He's getting ready to feel it, versus you know w- watching it from Stanford or wherever he's at in, inside the you know, United States or what have you. So I think if he's there and he actually gets to feel that crowd. I think either A, a light bulb may go off, or maybe B, he's back to the same old thing. Uh, but from what I heard, I, I think Vince is taking a break for, uh, for the XFL come February. I mean, I I don't know. I don't have any kind of like inside information or anything as far as that's concerned. But like you would have to imagine he would be, at least to some extent, right? Because, I mean, you're running an entire football league. Like, there's – like, it's – I, I think I'm not saying like you or anyone necessarily listening underestimates this, but like, just, just like, think about that, like real hard. You know what I mean? Like this guy is starting in, in owning a football league again. Like you can't just like do that and just like push it off to the side. Like there's so much work that goes into that. Even if this thing fails and, and disappears in three weeks, there is so much work that and, and Vince is like 70 something years old. So it's also, it's not like some, some young, some young kid that has like all this energy. I mean, Vince probably has a ton of energy still, but you know what I'm saying? It's a 70 year old man that's got to do all this stuff. Um, 
And that would be great, though. I mean, it'd be great. If XFL is successful and Vince can spend his time doing that, and then we can get Triple H and some of these newer guys like and, and women like running things in, in WWE, that'd be fantastic, in my opinion. Definitely. You can't really add any more to that, right? Um, as far as the next match goes, I'm going to do the first pick on this one because I want you to get the main event. I didn't realize there was an even amount of matches when we started this. Um, so the next one we got is Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor. Super interesting matchup for a lot of reasons. Um, this is Finn Balor's like true return to the ring uh, since coming from the main roster back to NXT. Matt Riddle is a guy, once again, I followed his entire UFC career, uh, similar to Shayna Baszler. I'm a big fan of his. I've met the guy in person. I've talked to him. He's a super cool dude. Love Matt Riddle. But I do think Finn Balor is going to get this win, and I do think that he's going to go on to feud with Johnny Gargano, which is what initially it looked like this was all heading towards for this show, but Gargano's out with some sort of injury. So I'm going to assume that Balor gets this win. But I think this is a sleeper match of the weekend. Like, this could be really, really good. What are your thoughts, JT? Well, I'm I'm just going to be honest. I'm going with Finn Balor only because they're not going to have him take a L. They're building him up to be kind of, uh, I like to call him Hill Balor. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm calling him Hill Balor or, you know, you, you can call him Prince Balor. But yeah, th- they're, they're, they're trying to draw that energy. Or should I say he's trying to draw that energy from what he once had in Japan. And if you follow his career, he was a heel. You know, this this guy is the creator of the Bullet Club, that offspring, the child that runs a a promotion called AEW. And those are my words. (laughs) But... But all, but you know, there, there, there's no. I don't see Matt Riddle losing this like in a devastating fashion. You know, possibly a roll up or probably some interference. You know, but I think Finn Balor is the way to go uh, as far as booking this match. Matt Riddle is a phenomenal guy in and outside the ring. I got the chance to talk to him about. I want to say a month before he was announced, like, you know, far as being signed with WWE, but you know, Matt, Matt is definitely just a, just a chill guy. And I think this is definitely, definitely good for him being somewhere in that semi-main event. And he's wrestling someone like Balor, who's a former intercontinental champion, the first ever universal champion, um, NXT champion. So he has a lot of weight behind his name. And I believe with this match, he's going to end up giving Matt Riddle a little bit of a rub. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on everything you said. Total agreement. Uh, We both got Balor, and we both think it's going to be a great match. And it's, like, Riddle, like, it's okay for Riddle to lose this match, especially because it's Finn Balor. But like you said, like, as long as he looks good in the loss, it's it's really a win-win for everybody, I think. Um, Let's see. Last one we got here, the Undisputed Era. War Games match, the Undisputed Era, the team of Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, and Roderick Strong taking on team uh, Tommaso Ciampa, which is Ciampa, Keith Lee, I hate this name, Dominic Dijakovic, or something like that. <laughs> Donovan Dijak from the Indies. Why would you not just, for a company that loves to name their people like one name, one syllable, <laughs> word, why would you do this? Like, <laughs> Isn't it Dijak? What's so hard about that? You know what I mean? 
make any sense. And then I mean, to be announced is the last person. We don't know the last person. Vacant. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, you're so quick to, like, change people's names to one name. And then they take this dude that they could have just easily just called Dijak. Yeah. And call him Dominic Dijakovic. Like, what the, what the fuck are you thinking? I mean... I don't know what they were thinking, but I can see it as a nice chant. I mean, it's a three-syllable chant. Dijakovic. Oh, that, see, see, you already got it, right? Dijakovic. Unfortunately, I don't know if you watched South Park back in the day, like early South Park, like first season South Park, but there was a character called a Jack Officer that, like, then that's all I can think about when I hear that name, Die Jack Off Asor. That's all I fucking hear. <laughs> that's all I fucking hear. It's so bad. And, it, and it's so hard because, like, so I believe the pronunciation is Dijakovic. Yeah. But I don't know if it's Chich or or because it's spelled, like, in, in just English spelling. So I don't fucking know. There's no there's no ticks or anything. <laughs> like it's, it's just Dij, So I think it's Dijakovic, I think. Or Dijakovic. I, like, or Dijakovic. I don't fucking know. It's the worst thing. <laughs> I hate this. Um, who you got and why in this match, JT? I mean, I think the Undisputed Era is going to be the strongest team. But I think that with that mystery element for Team Champa, yeah, that that really just throws this whole match into a whole different direction. You, you, you know, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like hundred percent. Yeah, because it's, I think where you're going with that is like if it's a if the surprise is a good surprise, like that team probably isn't gonna lose, right? Right. Like like honestly, like, you know, now if if it's someone that shows up to NXC like Bo Dallas to to fill in that spot. Yeah. And but it's nothing against Bo Dallas. I mean No, no, no. Bo, I, I know. He was, Bo, good. Bo he was great at NXT. Yeah, he, he was great at NXT. He he was the second NXT champion. One of the longest reigns, you know. He was so on the main roster too at the beginning, they just didn't know what to do after a little while. I thought the whole believe thing was great, personally. I still believe. I still believe. <laughs> but uh, but you know, yeah, if someone like uh, someone like Bo Dallas showed up, then you're like, oh well, yeah, they're they're probably gonna lose because it's like they there's there's no character transition for him to go back to the badass Bo Dallas that he was in NXT. We know him for being what he is now. Which I wish they just stopped that and let him, I don't know, possibly let him team up with Bray in some type of way. I mean, it's his damn brother. Try to try to get the gimmick over. I think that'll work pretty good. But um, that that surprise element, like it could be anybody, and that really just puts this like a puts you in a loop of well, if I call this match team undisputed then i'm really not even giving whoever the surprise is going to be a chance so right. just to play the devil's advocate here i'm gonna go with team champa do you have any prediction on who the mystery partner might be <sighs> all right now i've been thinking of this for a while who may it be and i had to go like scooby-doo style and like you know kind of just really really dig into the mystery box but if I'm going to go with anybody showing up there, it's going to be somebody who was definitely uh, injured. And um, he, they're coming back before a scheduled time. But here are my here are my two picks. First pick, I'm going to go with Gargano, even though they say he's not due back to, like, Rumble. 
Right. Okay. We we've seen this in the past. Oh, he, he came back seven months early. He was supposed to be out a year. How did this happen? You know, so we see that a lot. It's it's a great story. Uh so Gargano's my first pick and my just mystery pick, just because they're not doing shit with him. Oops. Um EC three. That'd be an interesting one. I hadn't really thought. Of, I thought about him going back to NXT, but I didn't really think about him possibly being a part of this match. That's actually that's. I mean, that's a pretty good call. I think. I mean, you know, it's far fetched, but you know, they've been recruiting people to come back to NXT, and I don't know why they didn't go with the whole first pitched idea of having NXT be able to draft people over. I just thought that was stupid. They they botched that opportunity. I would have loved to see a draft to NXT, but that's a whole nother story. But yeah, yeah I'm going. Yeah, all, all that kind of like all the all the drafts and the uh, the last time I was on your show was right after the wild card started, and I called that shit. I was like, "There's no way that this is gonna like that they're gonna just do like four of them. We're just gonna allow." I'm like, "This is just it's just gonna open the floodgate. It's literally just gonna be everyone's on all the shows. No one knows what's going on." Exactly what up happening, and it's happening right now. They just did a draft, and now everyone's on each other's shows. And I get the Survivor Series thing, but you know what I'm saying? Like we have these exclusive rosters. Fox is in a room with all their executives, and they're they're <laughs> getting all yeah, we got this guy, or no, we didn't get this girl, or whatever. And now they're all just on each other's shows. And it's, and Brock Lesnar just like just changes. He's like, oh, you know what? I don't want to be on this show anymore. I'm going to go to this show. Like, what is this? So I don't take any of that seriously, any of the exclusive roster things seriously at all at this point. Nah, me neither, dude. It's like, I, I, I don't know, man. It's like you gave us this this whole, this whole uh, you know, big speech about exclusivity. If that's, even, if that's even a word, but I'm making it a word today. Yeah, um, I know what you meant. About exclusivity. <laughs> I guarantee you that's going to be trending. Uh, but no. Uh, <laughs> but you get you gave us this uh, this whole thing about people being exclusive, and we have these angles that we have everyone invading on each other's show. Now, just going off what you said, yeah, we know the main purpose for this, but God damn it, it's good for the ratings. And ratings, I don't care about personally, but for my marks, the ones that listen to my show, your show, and everyone else's show, they kind of care about the ratings right now. So it's like, you know, for me, I'm enjoying good quality wrestling, but it went, it's great for all shows. I mean, what NXT did yesterday, or well, on Wednesday, and I don't know when you guys are going to be listening to this, but... I'll probably have it up tomorrow, tomorrow morning, afternoon, probably so. so we we're talking about Wednesday's show. Uh, yeah. Today's the what, 21st as we record this, so... Yeah, but, uh, you know, what, what they did there with the random uh, invasion... And when people coming in, I mean, Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura, Ricochet, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to miss like 30 names here, but Becky Lynch, uh, you had Seth freaking Rollins who got booed yeah. out of the building. Yeah. War Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have, oh, sorry, Viking Raiders. My bad. Uh, no, you're, you're talking about the Oakland Vikings. Yeah. The... <laughs> no, no. But but uh but honestly, I mean, that was great for NXT. That was great. It's probably gonna be the last time we see that. And I don't want to see it again if we're talking about, you know, exclusive rosters. But um, you know, like I said, I'm going I'm gonna go with Team Champa. Who you got? I think 
honestly, because of the same line of thinking, I think I have to go with Team Champ as well. And this is this is really difficult for me because this is also where on like my Wrestle Rumble, another shout out to them. Definitely check their stuff out, WrestleRumble.com, join the contest. But because I think that this is where it's going to make or break my whole thing. Like I'm I'm not saying like I'm for sure right about these other picks. Like I'm I have the same chance as anyone else does. But I feel pretty good about the first three matches that we've talked about. Um and, but this one, like I never here's the other thing, I never choose against Undisputed Era because I love the I love Red Dragon so much. I love Roderick Strong has gotten so much better since joining NXT than yes. Ring of Honor. Like and Adam Cole has always been great. Like, and we're just getting to see it on a on a bigger level now. I'm a huge fan of the stable. But they also lost in last year's War Games match. And that kind of throws me off as well. Is like, you know, they lost last year to, I think it was the, the Viking Raiders, Ricochet, and Pete Dunn, I think was the team. Yep, that's correct. Um, and, and that's fine. Like, they're all, all those guys I just mentioned are great. But it's like, uh, I, I don't know. That also kind of leads me to believe that Undisputed Era could lose this match. You know what I mean? Because, like, if they had won last year, I'd be coming into this a little more unpredictable because I'd be like, oh, there's no way, like, you know, I'd be saying Undisputed Era, that War Games is their match. Like, they're going to win this. But because I've seen them lose one already and the whole mystery partner element, I, I'm going to have to officially go with Team Champa as well. And as far as who's going to be on the team, I mean, yes, your I guess is good as mine, man. I, I have no idea. Like, I thought... I, even though they kind of almost spoiled it a little bit by the Triple H interaction on Raw, but like I could see maybe Kevin Owens being that guy. Maybe he comes back to NXT, you know, as a babyface this time, and and he joins Team Champa. Like that could be cool. Um, I don't know. They have a lot of options though. I mean, or maybe it's somebody debuting. You know, maybe it's somebody we haven't even seen on the show yet that we are not even thinking about at all. You know, who knows. But oh. Triple H has been saying it's going to be like a major thing, though. Hmm. Yeah. At least that's what Sean Ross Sapp said on the Fightful show I watched the other day. He said something about Triple H mentioning that this is going to be like a real big surprise. So. CM Punk. CM Punk confirmed. Dude, that'd be, <laughs> that would be the most nuts thing ever. Like, I would love it, but oh, man, that'd be, that'd be so wild if that happened. <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, that's TakeOver. Let's move on to Survivor Series. And this is just a reminder to everybody listening. Survivor Series, WrestleRumble.com, first place prize, $500 cash. Second and third both get $100. Jump on WrestleRumble.com and follow them on Twitter, at WrestleRumble. We have the matches for, um, I almost called it NXT because I'm looking at Adam Cole, Adam Cole's name here. Um, the first match. I'll do. I'll knock this one out. We have Adam Cole versus the winner of the Takeover uh, Triple Threat. We don't know who that's going to be yet. Obviously, I think it's going to be Damian Priest. You predicted uh, Pete Dunne. I'm going to say Adam Cole wins either way because I just don't see him losing that belt. JT, um, I believe you already pretty much alluded to your thoughts on this one. We go ahead and make that official. Oh, I'm going to make official like a whistle. I've already said that Adam Cole is going to be walking out champion, and I think he goes one on one with Pete Dunne. I like it. I like it. Um, up next, we have, ooh, this is a heavy hitter right off the bat. We got the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, versus Daniel Bryan. 
Universal Championship, blue Universal Championship on the line uh, in this match. What are your thoughts on the blue title? Who do you think wins this match and why? As uh, far as blue title goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. By the way, those of you who have never seen JT before, he's a very large man, like very large, somewhat intimidating figure, right? Like, I mean, you're a physically imposing dude. So to watch you lean into the microphone just then and go, ew, <laughs> was, was, so, was so funny. To me. <laughs> nah, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a blue scrap, but it's just I was expecting something more but more different you know and i wanted fox to really dig in deep for the for the design of their championship on their show like you know they they could have did something totally different and just made it a totally different title from from the standard big logo title like kind of kind of like how how they took time with the nxt uh uk championship and kind of how they, and, yeah, yeah and, and the same thing with the tag championships. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I would have, I would have appreciated just a whole new look to the title. Period. Now, I, I understand letting Bray Wyatt have his custom title, which I think they're going to debut that. But I, I definitely would have just liked a a fresher look for that title. I mean, at the end of the day, I think all it really signifies that belt is that like. That the Universal title is going to stay on SmackDown. I think that's really all. You know what I mean? Like, you turn it blue, now it's on SmackDown exclusively with Brock bringing the WWE title to Raw. Maybe they'll wind up making the WWE title red, which would just be confusing because it'd be like the Universal title was. I don't know. But, you know, it's WWE. Who knows? You know, they'll probably just do it and just be like, fuck you guys. Like, forget, forget that that happened. Just remember this from now on. We got up um, in two colors. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. So. So people like yourself, JT, can go out there and buy them and support support this garbage by by purchasing three hundred dollar belts and giving um, them away to all my fans. Yeah, no, no, and that's that's badass, by the way. That's very commendable. Um, for those of you listening to the show, JT has literally like I've seen you do like t shirt contests and stuff through your podcast where you you're literally giving away these belts just like Wrestle Rumble would. Um, so I mean, you have either amassed such a large collection that you've run out of space. Or you genuinely enjoy gifting people presents, or maybe a combination of both. I don't know. Uh, it's it's definitely more of the second one than than the third, because I'm only sitting here currently with two. I already had. Oh four. wow! You had two the day that I met you. Yeah. Two, I, two. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and everyone at every title that's been given away has just been purchased just for the simple pur- purpose of giving it away. So. Oh, wow. So that so, I, I didn't yeah. even know that. That's awesome. Yeah, so the the NXT uh, championship, the OG one, when I gave that one out, that was just for the purpose. I actually picked it up at the uh, NXT Cleveland House show, and um, also the US title. That that was also uh, just you know what? I know me personally, it's not my favorite design, but maybe someone likes it. <laughs> Shoot, and I mean, for any wrestling fan, like to be gifted. Like, you know, those those belts, like, we're not joking when we say they're, like, 300 sometimes $300 plus dollars. I mean, they're, these things aren't cheap. And, and they're very, very quality. Like, very. You buy these things, they really, they got some real weight to them. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, no, I that, that's really cool that you do that, man. It, it really is. Um, I've never given out something that expensive on my show before, for sure. So, 
Um, as far as the match goes, man, who you got? Uh, you got Bray Wyatt retaining or Daniel Bryan becoming the new Universal Champion? Listen, ain't no way in hell they getting ready to stop Bray's momentum. If you think that, wake up, slap yourself, go back to sleep, then wake up again. <laughs> it's a pretty definitive prediction. Um, I'm with you, though. <laughs> I, think, I think that Bray Wyatt definitely wins this match. I love the matchup, though. I kind of wish we were getting it maybe a little bit further on uh, Bray Wyatt's title reign so that it was a little less predictable. Um, but that's but that's that's literally nitpicking, though, because I want this match. You know what I'm saying? But, like, right. because it's his first, like, real title defense, it's like... I don't want it now. Like, <laughs> right, right. Could we have waited, like, to Royal Rumble or maybe possibly Fastlane? <laughs> sure, but... Um, but um, and I... I think you're going to agree, like, they should have done that with Bray winning the title in general, right? Like, he won that thing way too fast. And now they're in a position where, like, they have to do stuff like this because he's the champion. So, like, we got to start pushing out these these main event level championship matches against main level guys, um, you know? I wish he would have won the title, like, six months from now. And then we would have seen this kind of stuff, but... Yeah, I, I definitely agree, man. I mean, just the whole monster aspect of him, you know, being a monster. Like I said, I said it from the jump. Like, I think Bray Wyatt should have just been uh, knocking people off one by one and not even really having long feuds, like kind of like what he did with Balor, you know. Yeah. That's what for a couple of weeks, one pay-per-view, that's it. Next wrestler. Like, I would have loved to see that type of pattern Versus what the repeat matches with Seth Rollins and, you know, him doing house shows and fighting Seth Rollins and continuing to fight Seth Rollins. Like, you know, if they, they would have took their time and actually gave this a progression that it desperately needed. I think it would be bigger and more over than what it is now. It's still over. It's very over. Very over, yeah. And, and the, that's the reason why they had to pull the plug and pull the trigger on it. I should say pull the trigger on it to give it a, a jump start because it was just so over. This is what the fans wanted. And, you know, this is what the fans were screaming for. Everyone, you know, as soon as he debuted it, put the, put the title on him, you know, take my money, put the title on. That's what everyone was saying. So they went for once they listened to the fans or, or, you know, they listened to the fans or they listened to the stands. It, It was one of the two. That's very true. That's very true. At least they went with the hot hand. You know, I guess, I guess, my main concern with it is like, so Brock Lesnar, for instance, right? Like it was like years of him being built up as, you know, like the, like kind of the untouchable guy on the roster, like, you know, Goldberg got him, but then like he got that win back and that kind of stuff. But, but for the most part, you kind of view Brock Lesnar as above the rest of the roster when it came to like, you know what I mean? Like, like perception of like, okay, this guy, like he doesn't lose matches you might have some really, really good matches. He has some matches that aren't so good, but for the most part, it's like he's by he's easily when you think the top guy in the company, you're thinking Brock Lesnar. And then Seth Rollins went out there. Seth Rollins beat him fair and square, and he did it with the curb stomps, right? So it's like, okay, but Seth Rollins is out to the fiend like 13 times in one match, and can't finish him. So how am I like how am I supposed to feel about the fiend? You know what I mean? It's like like I love it. I think it's awesome, but the guy just like kicked out of and survived like 13, 15, whatever his curb stomps 
So who that like, how is it even possible to beat the fiend? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even believe anybody could beat him right now at that at this point. Like, I feel like Dana Bryan stands no chance. That's Dana Bryan. Hmm. And I, I can understand where you're coming from with that because I'm looking at it like this. This is something that they desperately needed. They needed this type of character. Undertaker type, um, I would say Undertaker type drawing far as, uh, you know, drawing in the masses. You know, definitely got a large legion of followers. I mean, it's not like Bray didn't have followers before. We but... kind of had to win everyone back, though, because of, like, how he was booked before he Like, he had everyone that everyone was kind of like, well, I know for me personally, I jumped off the, the bandwagon a little bit because he kept losing all the big matches. You know what I mean? Damn you, John Cena. Dude, yeah, I was at that at WrestleMania New Orleans. That was I couldn't believe he lost that match. Yep. That's that's where they messed up that right there. If they if they would have had him, they would have had him beat John Cena. And I honestly think Brock was the perfect choice to end the streak, but just imagine if Bray was the person to end the streak. Oh yeah, no, I dude, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that was a hundred percent what they should have done. And then they did it the next year and it was too late and he wound up losing anyways, but yeah. I'm with you 100. percent um, Well, we both have the theme Bray Wyatt and the Universal Title match. I can't imagine anybody else picking against the Fiend right now. I, that would be that would be a crazy pick. I think the next Ooh. match we have <laughs> we have uh, AJ Styles for Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roderick Strong. Uh, of course, Styles the U.S. champ, Nakamura the IC champ, and Roderick Strong the NXT North American champion. This is a Freaking cool match, dude. This is crazy. We're getting this match in the WWE in 2019. That's like, that's wild to see these three guys. AJ Styles, who I watched forever in TNA Wrestling. Shinsuke from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Roger Strong, who just ruled the indies for so long, and especially Ring of Honor. Really cool. I'm going to pick. This is a tough one, dude. I'm going to say. I'm going to say AJ wins. This this one is tough, though. I'm going to go with AJ. Who you got, man? All right. Um, honestly, first of all, thank the wrestling guys for allowing this match to happen because I don't think it's ever happened at any promotion. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. S- especially in a triple threat. I know they probably face each other individually, but I don't think it's ever been a triple threat. But thank the wrestling guys for that. Honestly, this match is just stacked. You got so much potential. I mean, I'm kind of going with who needs it, who really needs it, but who doesn't really need it. So the top two people that really need this match is going to be Roger Strong and it's going to be Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think uh, Nakamura needs it the most of the three personally, like as far as like the way he's been booked. But Yes. Yeah. Nakamura needs it the most. NXT, I mean... If we're talking about, you know, the actual War Games concept, like, you you will want them to pick up a win that night, right? So, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go with Nakamura and just go ahead and play devil's advocate because I know, I know the, the for sure, the for sure pick is going to be AJ Styles. I mean, why not? But I may be a dumbass for doing this. I'm just going to say uh, Shinsuke Nakamura just for the hell of it. 
I, I know he needs it. And I, I know I know uh, Sami Zayn is always floating around. True. That's something I didn't figure. I, it's such a weird pairing to me still. Like, I I like it, but it's still kind of strange. It's really strange to me that the Sami Zayn just isn't wrestling. Like, he's such a good wrestler. It's, it's weird. Um, it is a weird pairing, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of like that uh kind of like the commercial the gecko commercial it's like tell tell them we want to merge he, oh, he right. speaks like which is like <laughs> he'd like you to come hug him but uh it's uh it works it's it's happening like it's working for me now I mean it took a while but it's it's, it's starting to grow on me honestly uh, especially when you ask Cesaro to the fold I like it yeah yeah I mean I'd probably screw with AJ because I think he's the safest pick as far as, like, you know, we know that he gets big wins. Like, we, we see him win all the time. Shinsuke, it's, like, 50-50, although he does not have the IC title. And, like, Roderick, I just don't know. I just don't know. Like, I mean, I personally think he's great. And I know that NXT, they, you know, they when we run that, I think he's great. And I'm not saying, like, when, this isn't, like, a total, like, you know, Vince McMahon's going to see Roger Strong and say he can't win. I'm not, not saying that, but, like, I just, I guess, I just don't see a scenario where Roderick Strong beats Nakamura and AJ Styles in the main roster. I just, I just don't see it happening. But I'd be happy if it did. Aside from my Wrestle Rumble pick, I'd be happy for Roderick because I, I think he's fantastic. I, I agree with that. Like, I, I think this will be a great, a great win. I mean, just think about the that the roof blowing off that damn ceiling, hearing that Roger Strong is the winner and. These the other two are already over. Yeah, hundred percent. They're they're already over. Shinsuke has people hum to his song, even though it's not even the same. You know, <laughs> then then you got AJ Styles, who's just you know, no pun intended, phenomenal. Everyone loves AJ, but I think Roger Strong needs it. He needs it more. You know, far as getting him over to to the uh, main screen crowd, I'm not going to say the main roster. I, I, I've already considered NXT to be a main roster, especially with the work they put in. Sure, but but definitely, uh, like I said, Roger Strong needs it the most, but I think Shinsuke wins it just because he has help. Yeah, I like the pick. I'm going AJ. You're going Shinsuke. That's another one of the ones that I would call a sleeper match of the weekend. Like that, that match could steal the whole the whole weekend if, the, if those guys go out there and do what I know they can do. Um, up next, we have a five on five on five men's Survivor Series triple threat elimination match. Team Raw consisting of Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, and Ricochet. First Team SmackDown consisting of Roman Reigns. Mustafa Ali, who now has his first name back, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Braun Strowman, King Corbin, oh, and they, a guy who lost his name and they made it way weirder and stupider, Shorty G, no longer uh, Chad Gable, just short. A combination of the diss that Corbin shot over at him and the first letter of his last name. Let's just just ignore that he's you know an Olympic-level amateur wrestler and just call him Shorty G. So dumb. And then we have Team NXT, don't know who that's going to be yet. Um, five on five on five, like I said. Uh, I guess, who do you think is going to win this one, JT? And I guess, do you have any predictions of who we might see on Team NXT if you want to throw that in there too? Okay, so first of all, I'm going to say that I didn't like the way you introduced this tag team match player. If you're going to do it, you got to do it like Teddy Long. It's <laughs> a five on five on five 
tag team elimination tag team match player. But this this is I, I think this is gonna be great. Um uh, just because I'm getting to see, you know, these teams, especially having NXT on the Survivor Series cards, just ha- it has more more invested into the product. Like I'm definitely more invested into the product uh just for the simple simple sheer fact of that. But if we're looking at this um this elimination match, I'm gonna have to go with the team that hasn't been announced. Gotcha. Just okay. just off the surprise the, the surprise factor, like similar to the what we were saying for takeover with the mystery opponent. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just a guy who, who likes a mystery, right? <laughs> so, you know, we, we said that earlier. I mentioned the whole searching for things like Scooby-Doo. I, I like mysteries, and I think with the to be determined, that could be anybody on that team. Hands down, anybody. And it, it's not like NXT doesn't have a well to dig from. And it's, it's not like there's not any free agents that's probably signed a deal secretly. You got to think about that. I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot on this 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 whole entire whole entire uh, card that's up in the air just because of the the way that the wrestling business is right now. You have so many people that are free to be signed, and it could be anybody. It could be a quiet signing. It could be someone that was injured. We know for one thing that's not going to happen. Triple H is not going to be on the team. He's, <laughs> Because if he is, I'm I'm going to literally skip that match. That would be so, oh my god. I didn't even think about that option of Triple H being in one of these matches on Team NXT. Team NXT ones up being like Triple H, Shawn Michaels, the Road Dog, or something like that. No Billy Gunn, so I think Xbox has, the Xbox has to strap up, so we'll see. Yeah, throw Norman Smiley in there. He's training at the Performance Center. <laughs> um, but, uh, I'm going to go with Team Raw, and it's mainly because Seth Rollins is on that team, and they seem to really, really, really be trying to do everything they can to continue to push him. Um, and then also they have Randy Orton, who's like the master of Survivor Series matches throughout his career. So I'm going to go with those. I'm going to go with that team for those exact reasons. Okay, that's a pretty good pick, but I totally forgot about this. And this is probably going to make me be the one to still. Well, this is going to justify my reason for picking team in NXT. Remember, Triple H tried to turn two people, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. We know for damn sure Kevin Owens can go back to NXT and own it if he wanted oh, that'd to. That'd be amazing. He's still my favorite NXT champion ever. I love I loved the Kevin Owens era of NXT. And I honestly, I think he got called up way too soon, but that's a whole other story. But, you know, Kevin Owens could be one of the guys who turns on Raw. Because Triple H had a point. They both fired your ass separately, both shows. They don't, they don't want you, man. Like, <laughs> it's like, they don't, <laughs> they don't want you. And, I'm not. I'm not saying that WWE doesn't want them. I'm, I'm just saying storyline wise, they they, sure. they don't want you. But you know, I think it makes perfect sense for him to be the one because he's not doing anything on Raw. He's not in any major feuds. Yeah, he he, he could be the one to face Brock Lesnar, but do we need to see that again? Right. You know? yeah, the first time was a 
complete no contest. Brock just destroyed him. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely looking at Kevin Owens to be the one to switch up. And I wouldn't mind seeing Seth Rollins be the one to switch up, but I don't think they're breaking breaking apart Becky and Seth anytime soon because they're gonna keep selling that selling that to us like AEW sells us Britt Baker as a doctor. <laughs> I'm looking at this roster right now too of like who we do know in this match and like Rollins, McIntyre, Owens, Orton, not Orton, sorry, Ricochet. So four of those five came from NXT. Uh, Roman Reigns technically came from NXT. Ali, uh, not these two uh, cruiserweight classic, so not so much. Braun never appeared on NXT. King Corbin and Shorty G. So like, I mean, that's I, I missed my count there, but it's like seven or eight of these people came from NXT. So like, any of them could potentially turn right. Like if you think about it like that. Yeah, uh, totally. Any of them could turn, and that's why I said I'm going with the mystery factor, man. I mean, think about it. This could be big. This could be. This could. This. This could be probably. Am I gonna? Well, I'm definitely far fetching here, but this could be as big as Hogan. T- Hogan turning on WCW and forming the NWO. Like that's crazy talk, dude. That's crazy talk. <laughs> it's it's definitely great. I'll tell you what type of talk that is. That's Mark talk. That's Mark. But uh. Yeah. That's marking. That, that's, that's like that's, me being like, you know what? They should. It should be Stokely Hathaway. It should be in this because Stokely Hathaway is awesome. So like, let's get him in there. Um, you know who is cool is whoever the hell Stokely Man- Hathaway is managing now in NXT. That gigantic dude. Yeah, if that guy is I, any good at wrestling, he's gonna be a world champion. Like the second that Vince like can do anything with that guy, that guy's uh, huge. Oh no, he, he's taller than me. What the hell am I talking about? This guy's seven foot three. Seven three and like not like a weird like Sean Bradley like Yao Ming like lanky seven three. This is like a fucking. I mean, he was a basketball player before, but like this is a this guy. This guy looks just enormous, um, and he's athletic. I just I don't know how good he is at wrestling yet, but if he's even okay at wrestling, that dude's gonna be huge. Um, but anyway. We can move on. I'm going to go with uh, Team Raw just for the record. But uh, like I said, that has to do more so with Seth Rollins. Um, and I just don't think they're going to keep beating him. After that, we have the five on five on five tag team. Whatever you just said. Flaya, Flaya. Women Survivor Series triple threat match. Uh, we have Team Raw. Consisting of Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Asuka, Kyrie Sane, and Sarah Logan. First team SmackDown consisting of Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. And then Team NXT is to be announced. So both NXT teams, we do not know who can be a part of those. Um, It's on me, right? I think you went first last time. Um, yeah, it's on you. So I'm going to go with... Well, since I went with Team Raw for the guys, I can't go with Team Raw for the women. Um, and because there's two other choices, that's going to leave me with SmackDown and NXT. SmackDown team looks all right. Um, eh, they look just all right, actually. I don't think that's a great team, now that I'm really looking at it. As far as, like, in-rank goes, um, I think Raw is by far the superior in-ring team to SmackDown. 
but we don't know who's going to be on Team NXT. And this is where I'm going with your surprise factor. I'm going to say the women for Team NXT get the win uh, for the Women's Survivor Series match. What are your thoughts on this one? Who wins, JT? Well, hearing you call all those names sounding like a high school graduation when they were coming up to get their diplomas. So... (laughs) But uh, yeah. Well, when, I, when I said the five on five on five. No, 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 no. The part, the part when when you were uh, announcing all the people involved in this match. Oh. Charlotte, that's that's fifteen names. Well, ten names so far. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> Just walking up, getting their diplomas. But uh, you know, it could be. This is a mystery once again. Theme on the show, Scooby Doo. Um, I like mysteries and. Don't get me wrong, Raw's already strong just with those names alone. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown, that's a different story because they're trying to build that division on SmackDown. Uh, do I think SmackDown needs it more? you damn right they do because Raw, Raw is strong. Just on their side alone, you have one, two, three, three women champions on that team, three of them. Uh, you know, well, four, if you count uh, Kyrie Sane, well, you, you have to because she's a women's tag team champion. But you have you have four people that have, have held titles over there. And then you have Sarah Logan, who's underneath Tulewich. So uh, then on SmackDown, you have Sasha Banks, Lacey Evans, uh, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Nikki Cross. You have two former champions on that team. And there's Dana Brooke. And there's Nikki Cross. Three former champions. I'm sorry. She's on the Saxon champion. So they, SmackDown needs it. But the mystery factor, once again, I'm going to be that guy who's just going to be pro NXT. You got NXT for that one as well. Part of my reservation on like picking so much NXT, and it could happen. Like it totally could happen. But it's like, it's just hard for me to believe. And we haven't gotten, we saw three more matches, but like, isn't it hard to believe that, like, because I got to bring up the Vince thing again here, where it's like, man, do you really think NXT is going to go over all these Raw and SmackDown people? Like, no, not necessarily. Yeah, you know what? But it's it'd be really cool if it did. Like, personally, I would like it because I love NXT. I would but, like it, too. Yeah, no, for sure. That's um, a hell of a rub. It is a hell of a rub. It really is. Um, moving on, we got a triple threat tag team match. We got the Raw tag team champions, the Viking Raiders, versus the SmackDown tag team champions, the New Day, versus the NXT tag team champions, Undisputed Era. Of course, the combination of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. And we have the combination of Big E and Kofi. Mentioned that for the New Day with Xavier Woods being out. Um, What are your thoughts and who wins this one? This is a hell of a match, though. They got a lot of good talent in this one. Yeah, I mean, this match is going to be good. It's going to be entertaining from all angles, especially with the antics of Big E and Kofi Kingston. Uh, then you have the smooth moves of um, the Viking Viking Raiders, uh, the, the Minnesota Vikings, um, uh, the War Vikings. I'm not sure what you want to call them, but they're just an awesome tag team. They just had they just had a beautiful match on NXT. Yeah, with oh, the yeah. Forgotten and Sons uh, and. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be done. The Forgotten Sons, to me, I think they're going to work better on the main roster than they're going to work on NXT. That's that's kind of what happened with Elias. I mean, Elias 
was not over at he he was over for getting booed at before he even opened up this mouth. But he was more over on the main roster. I think that's going to be for the Forgotten Sons. I think they'll get over on the main roster. But I'm going to go with this tag team win. It is going to be. I'm not going to pick NXT this time. I think I think the War Raiders need it more, just uh, giving them uh, some more death, some more death underneath their name. You know, yeah. You, you know, as far as people that they have beaten. I mean, who did they exactly beat to get those tag team titles? Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode. And it's no diss to those guys' accomplishments as singles competitors, but come on. We know damn well that wasn't a real tag team. That was something that you just threw together at the last minute because you had nothing else to go with what you was trying to make. But, um, you know, they beaten Roode and Ziggler, and, well, they got one over those C. Everything else has been a squash match. So, yeah, they're they're gonna need this win more than anybody. That's another guy, Bobby Roode, that I could I could see being a part of like one of these NXT teams, maybe as like a surprise. I could see that. Um, like, cause man, he was great in NXT. Or at least they pushed him uh, to be great in NXT, and he hasn't had the same success on the main roster at, uh, to any degree, in my opinion. And he's had some good some good moments, but like, not not. Not as good as I thought it was going to be when he got called up. I thought it was going to be a much bigger deal. Um, I'm going to disagree with you about the um, the Forgotten Sons. I don't think they'll get over anywhere, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, I'm not. That's not even like to diss the guys. It's just, well, a little bit just by nature. But like uh, Gunner, uh, whatever they call him now, the leader. Um, he was Jackson Gunner. Riker. Jackson Riker. Jackson yeah. Riker. That guy, no charisma. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't think he's going to get over doing anything. Unless, like, they put him, like, in a mask or something, like, totally repackage him. I just don't see him ever, like, what does he have that, like, anyone else you've ever seen that's successful in wrestling doesn't have? You know, like, it's like, I just don't. And then, like, Steve, who is it? Steve Cutler, is that his name? The other one? You know, maybe I'm not giving him the fair chance, but I've always just kind of seen him as, like, like an NXT job kind of guy. And then you had Wesley Blake, who was the tag team partner of Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy has turned out to be a great singles competitor. Um, So, you know, I don't know. I just don't think it's going to work anywhere. But I think they have a better chance on the main roster than they do on NXT because of the audience difference. Like, I think Full Sail has already, like, totally rejected them. And, like, they're just never going to get over in front of that crowd. Maybe they have a chance, like you said, similar to Elias. Maybe on the main roster it'll happen, but I just I just don't think it's going to. It's just my personal opinion. I mean, it's wrestling. Anything can happen. 100%. I mean, I mean for God's sakes, we have a dinosaur on AEW. A dinosaur who was once signed to NXT and didn't know yeah. And exactly. that was like the most over guy on AEW wearing a fucking dinosaur mask. How crazy is that? Good for them, though. He's a, he's a hell of a talent. Um, shit, I was watching Marco Stunt uh, wrestle, you know, for the last couple of years in like in like bars in front of a great talent. Yeah, and but it's like who would have who would ever thought? I'll tell you straight up, like the first time I saw Marco Stunt wrestle, probably around two years or so ago, and I thought it was like a cool kind of fun thing that he was doing. 
But I'll be totally honest. I never in a million years thought he'd be a part of a mainstream wrestling company. I never in a million years thought it because of his size, just straight up because of his size. Nothing to do with his talent. And he has more than proved me wrong with how good he, he really is. So, you know, huge shout out to Marco Stunt, 100%. Um, as far as this match goes, I guess I'll give a prediction. I'm going to go with, man, I'm going to go with Undisputed Era. It's tough, though. You made a really good case for the Viking Raiders. Really good case for the Viking Raiders. You almost you almost changed my pick <laughs> with, with, your, with your analysis there. But I'm going to go with a, um, a bias pick here because I love the team of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. And I especially think Kyle O'Reilly is like a future. I mean, him as a singles guy, they can do so much with that also. Um, so much charisma. So much. Dude, he's amazing. He's amazing. And if I was a pro wrestler, not comparing myself to, to Kyle O'Reilly, obviously, but if I was a pro wrestler, I would want to wrestle the way that Kyle O'Reilly wrestles. Like, I would I would want to mix in the MMA and the, and the submission and the stuff that he does and the high flying. Like, on Wednesday when he did that diving knee off the top, it looked so awesome. Like, that dude, that dude's amazing. So, and Bobby Fish is great, too. I'm just a little bit more of a Kyle O'Reilly guy, but I'm going to say on this Peter Derrick, it's, it's the really big win here. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to roll with that. Um, up next, we have the women's, it's like the three women's champions for brand supremacy. So, we have Becky Lynch, the Raw champion, Bailey, the SmackDown champion, and Shayna Baszler, the NXT champion. This is another really, really tough one because part of me is like, almost going against what I said earlier, where I'm like, man, I kind of want to lean towards Shayna Baszler, but then it's like, but are you going to put NXT over that many of you, especially with, like, Becky in there? Like, I don't know. It's a really, really tough call. Personally, I'd like to see Shayna win. That's me personally. But I really don't know. I really don't know who's going to win this, man. Uh like Bailey could use this big time. She could really use this win, especially if she pinned Becky, which I don't think will happen. But if she did, uh, shit, I'm gonna fuck. Uh, I'm gonna go Shanna. I'm gonna say Shanna. Shanna taps out Bailey. That's gonna be my prediction. Who you got, JT? Um. Well, the Mark side of me was hoping that Ronda Rousey returned to uh, knock out. Or at least take down Becky Lynch because it's no disqualification. And putting Shayna Baszler on top of Becky to get the win. So my pick would have been definitely Shayna Baszler. Um, And I'm still going to stick with Shayna Baszler. And I have Shayna Baszler pinning the Raw Women's Champion. I don't think Bailey needs to be pinned. Especially if you're trying to, you know, establish her as a heel. So I definitely think that the person taking the pen that night is Becky. And Becky can afford it because Becky's still going to be over regardless. I mean, she's the man. She's the man. I mean, she's going to be over regardless. There's nothing that you can do to mess this up. She's going to be hot at least least for for years to come with that whole the man thing. I'm with you. It's a tough one, man. So we both have Baszler. Uh, we just have a different outcome as far as I'm going to say by tap out uh, over Bailey, you're going to go pin over Becky, which 
man, they, either way, that'd be a real big rub for Shayna. And she's somebody that you have to imagine that WWE has big plans for. Like, whether it's the NXT or Raw or SmackDown, like, it's... It's almost like your second chance that you have with that you have with Ronda to a to a degree. Like Ronda, much more famous than Shayna Baszler worldwide. Like not even comparable. Like not comparing it in that way. But you do have Shayna who brings this like believability in her MMA style and her MMA career and her affiliation with the four horsewomen of MMA with Ronda that you almost get kind of like a do over to a degree because I loved Ronda. I just don't know how much she's going to be wrestling going forward. I have no idea. Don't know if she wants to ever do it again. Don't know if she's going to come back on a part-time basis, do it a couple more times. I don't know. But we do know as long as Shayna stays healthy, she's going to be around for a long time. Uh, so you can really help establish her on this show. And that's, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, all right, main event time, dude. This is a big one. I feel like it's pretty obvious she's going to win, but... It might wind up being a really, really, really good match. Potential. A lot of potential here. We have Brock Lesnar defending the WWE Championship against Rey Mysterio. JT, who wins this one and why? All right. So I thought about this as well. Another one of those. This could be interesting if it happened. But sort of go with, uh, you know, an interesting situation. Maybe Dominic comes back to help out Rey. It's no holds barred, right? Dominic comes back, maybe gets a little bit of revenge on Brock Lesnar and causes him the championship. So, like, Ray wins because Dominic helps him, you're saying? Right, but this is just inside my my fantasy mark mind. Now, if I'm <laughs> sure. just, okay. But if I'm being a guy who's uh, looking for a long-term, you know, booking or to book Brock properly, I'm going to say that Brock wins and... He wins by Dominic turning on Ray. Yeah, I thought about that as well, man. Because part of me is like, because I totally understand your line of thinking, 100%. But part of me is like, would where, well, maybe because it's an holds barred match, like maybe it becomes a situation where Ray uses like that pipe or something like he did on Brock and he cuts him down to size. And he's really beating the hell out of Brock with weapons and has the upper hand. And then Dominic comes out and it looks like he's going to like get that, get his revenge also. Like Brock's down, he's hurt. Dominic's got the pipe or whatever. Then he hits Ray with it or something. I could see that happening for sure. But I mean, I, that's, that's a big storyline. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I mean, I just, I feel like it's more likely that Brock just wins. I mean, you know yeah, that too. You know, <laughs> it's, it's hard to pick against Brock Lesnar and, and all these. And, and I mean, he just went out there and the match was very bizarre. But, you know, he beat Shane or Shane. I almost said Shane Carlin. Cain Velasquez, um, you know, the way that he did and stuff. And I feel like I, just, I love that, by the way. You loved it? I love the I, I love the way that they, they presented that fight. They presented like a MMA fight and honestly, if they would have dropped the ring ropes and put put around put around like a little round shaped cage to play into it a little bit more. Cool. That would have been cool. And I, I think that's you're getting you're gaining more eyes on a product just doing something different. Yeah. I mean kinda I just like, think it it was just kind of bizarre. Like as far as like you just don't really see that in the WWE. Like like a work shoot like that, which I, I mean, I personally thought it came off pretty well. The head kick looked real good. Like, it looked like he actually kicked him in the head pretty good, uh, Velasquez to Brock. Um, 
I guess my only gripe with it, if I'm being honest, is like, once again, I mean, my job is to keep up with mixed martial arts. I've seen the two of them actually fight each other, obviously. So it's like, to think that Brock could come more Cain Velasquez in real life to me is just, it's kind of far I just don't think that would ever happen in real life. But, you know, it isn't real life. It's WWE. So, you know, that's, you know, that's, it is, it is what it is. Um, Ray, I just don't see him winning the title. I just don't see it happening. I'm going to go with Brock. But I think that Ray's going to pull out a really, really good match out of Brock, though. I think this is going to be a really, really good one. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with Brock. So are you going to go with Brock or Ray officially here? I mean, officially, I'm, I'm going with Brock, but <laughs> I, I just wanted to tell the listeners like a little fantasy that may happen. Maybe someone may tweet it. I don't know. But uh, yeah, definitely going with Brock Lesnar. I mean, it's too soon to pull the trigger to take it off. Yeah, especially with him beating Kofi in like one move for the title. I Like beating his reign like that. It's like, all right, well, you got to go all the way with Brock again if you're going to do this. So that's that. That's our Survivor Series and NXT TakeOver predictions. JT, thanks for joining me today, man. It's been a long time coming, and please let everybody know where they can find you, find your podcast, follow you, all that good stuff, man. Merchandise, whatever you want to throw out there. Okay, so if you want to buy some of this sweet merchandise that we have, go to whatamaneuver.net to go ahead and type in marks with the mics and you can get our uh t-shirts which are right now the mwm nwo style for life t-shirt we have that in the black and white you can get it in blue and white like the bwo or if you want you can get the nwo wolfpack edition of the marks with mics t-shirt as well as our other new t-shirt wrestling 25 8 stone cold inspired style t-shirt we have them in uh t-shirts hoodies baby onesies tank tops sweaters hey it's getting cold get yourself a sweater get some of that sweet merchandise and also you can follow us on twitter and of course instagram which just got hacked a couple days ago but um you can follow us at marks with mics that is m-a R-K-S-W-I-T-H-M-I-C-S. And that is on Twitter, that is on Instagram, and that is also on the Book of Faces, which I never post anything. But if you want to follow me there, that's cool. And one last plug, also follow us on YouTube. YouTube, uh, you can find us at Marks at Night. You can look at season season one and season two of the TV show. Season three is on the way. And, of course, follow our podcast. We're available on Spotify. We're available on iTunes, uh, Google Google Podcasts. We're on iHeart. Uh, there's so many names right now that I'm not getting ready to read off because I know the listeners are probably getting ready to end the show. <laughs> Well, that's that, man. Um, thanks everyone for coming on. I really appreciate it, dude. Hey, no problem, man. I definitely enjoy myself. I can't wait to come back. Uh, hopefully you guys have me back. Hopefully I can uh, be a part of more Fight Talk, and who knows where this can go down the line. I definitely enjoyed it. All right. Thank you once again to JT for joining the show, and thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe to the Fight Talk podcast and give me a good rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on. It costs nothing, it takes just a few seconds, and it helps the podcast out a lot. Also, you can follow me over on Twitter at fighttalk underscore, that's F-I-G-H-T, 
T-A-L-K underscore. And, you know, that's pretty much all I want to plug this week. You know, make sure to check out the Fightful Select Weekender. Me and JT talked about that a little bit earlier on the show, towards the beginning. And, yeah, support us over at Fightful.com over on the Premium Patreon service. I really enjoy doing that podcast, and I think you enjoy it as well. Uh, especially if you're into independent pro wrestling. Uh, pretty much everything outside of, uh, basically cover everything outside of the um, mainstream WWE product. So, like, I don't talk about NXT like me and JT did on this show. I don't talk about Raw and SmackDown, and I don't talk about AEW. But I do talk about everything else you can possibly think of, including independent wrestling, uh, even 205 Live, NXT UK, some of the uh, subsidiary shows, stuff like that, uh, Ring of Honor, NWA. I mean, ton of stuff that I talk about on that show. IndependentWrestling.tv, the various stuff that goes on on there. So, yeah. All that to say, I think you'd enjoy the uh, Fightful Select Weekender, so check that out. And, you know, that's pretty much all I want to plug. Like I said, let's uh, make sure to tell you a little bit more about the WrestleRumble.com contest going on. I know I talked about that during the podcast as well, but I want to give you one last reminder that if you jump on there right now, WrestleRumble.com, the NXT Wargames Pick'em Contest first place gets a Winged Eagle Championship replica belt. Those things are awesome. Me and JT talked about that a lot during the show. And if you join the Survivor Series Pick'em Contest, the first place prize is $500 cash. Second and third both get $100. So once again, WrestleRumble.com. Make sure to give them a follow on Twitter, at WrestleRumble, to stay up to date with all their contests. And they are one of the um, you know sponsors of this podcast. So I want to talk about some of my other sponsors real quick, and we'll get on out of here. Uh, Heroes and Legends, whether it's you know memorabilia for pro wrestling, autographs, DVDs, action figures, anything you can think of. Heroes and Legends is the place to, you know, to get that stuff. The people that run Heroes and Legends are super nice. They're great people. And they'll give you a fair deal. Check them out. Give them a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HL Pro Wrestling. Also want to give a shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. Brian is a professional boxing coach. He helps with Parkinson's Foundations. He just opened a new gym, a physical location in the Atlanta, Georgia area, under the Steel Boxing banner. So... Give him a holler. Check him out. Um, you know, follow him on Instagram. Give him a follow. His uh, handle is at BoxingATL. Give him a follow. Shoot him a direct message. He'll help you reach your goals. Whether you're looking to lose weight, get in better shape, just whatever it is, learn boxing, learn self-defense. He can help you. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, he'll help you in person. If you are anywhere else in the entire world, he will help you remotely. So once again, it's Brian Jensen. Check him out. Get some help. Reach your goals. And last but not least, check out thehouseofhoodies.com. That is spelled exactly how it sounds, thehouseofhoodies.com. If you're a fan of professional sports or college sports, they have some awesome hoodies, super high quality. They have NFL, NBA, college, MLB, NHL. I mean, so much different stuff on this website. And if you want to pick up a hoodie, Use code FIGHTTALK, that's spelled F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K, all is one word, and you'll get 20% off of your entire order. So really great deal. They have the, you know, the official logos of these teams. They have customization options. You can put players' names on the back, make it look like a hoodie and a jersey. Like I said, super high quality, really, really great stuff, really crisp. Um, really, really enjoy what they're doing over there at House of Hoodies. And once again, if you use code FIGHTTALK, you'll get 20% off of your entire order. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Fight Talk podcast. 
I've been Steven Jensen. Until next time, enjoy some professional wrestling.